In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's a journey episode. Decisions have been made. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, your humble servant, the Q Dog, in the physical junkie studios with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Hi, baby. Hey, honey. And producer Ashley, what's up? Look, in uh, full disclosure, this is a second take because I'm an idiot. So uh, enjoy that. I'm. Uh, you know, my this candor. This is new. It is new. Now, um, if you're one of the people who's been reaching out to me saying we want video podcast, this is for you. Um, yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. Oh, you're not thanking <laughs> me. So uh, I want to make sure that you guys know that my gr- my really, really great friend, PJ Bowen, uh, has allowed us to work at uh, her business her little studio here and so you're going to be missing some of the things you might normally hear in a man versus marriage podcast which is barking dogs knocking doors and screaming autism uh, which actually feels pretty good i know right it's kind of quiet i kind of like this maybe we should stay here for a little while so do us a favor she did not ask for me to give her a plug but i'm gonna do it she is so good to our family and she's the best of the best hands down so check out physicaljunkie.com. Go see what she has to offer you. If you want to get yoked, if you want to get in shape, you want supplements, you want advice, she does it all. Whether you're local or uh, you're a far way away, she does the virtual thing too. And if you're used to us by now, she's kind of the same manner. She doesn't BS anything. So Yeah, she's a shut up and do it kind of lady, but your life will change for the better. Yes. Game changer, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, The next thing on the agenda before we get started on this decisions have been made journey is the new emails that we have Um, in order for you to maybe feel a little more comfortable. uh, Now you have the ability to reach out to us individually and it's Jeannie at man versus marriage podcast.com and it's Quincy at you idiot. It's Jeannie at MVSM podcast.com. And it's Quincy at MVSMpodcast.com. Are you shaking me off there? No, I'm laughing. You're okay. In, or, in, in addition to decisions have been made, mistakes have been made. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll clean it up. But it's that, all good. That, it's new. Hey, that would happen video or no video. This is Chris channeling into this right now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> all stop the bloopers it. you've had Just watch, bro. Don't, don't channel your inner... Uh, Christophari. Anyway, um, make sure you use the, uh, the videos. I mean, make sure you use the emails because it's important for you to have, uh, the right comfort level when it comes, maybe you're a, a lady listening to the show and you don't want to send an email that I'm, I would see. That's totally fine. We're going to give you that opportunity to email Jeannie directly, or maybe you guys just want to ask her a question directly. Email them, use them, we'll get them in the show notes, and let's get this baby kicked off. The journey episode, decisions have been made. Well, the first thing is we just had a family vacation, which we have not had for a year. 
Very true. We took everybody on a trip to um, Idaho to go visit family for a wedding for 10 days. And it was a mix. It was a, an interesting mix. We had a great time and we came home with COVID. So, um, you know, no one's fault but our own, really. We, nobody intended to get sick. Other people there had gotten sick vaccinated, unvaccinated, didn't matter. We were all sharing, but we were not going to miss this big moment for our munchkin because absolutely, um, my niece got married. Our niece got married. Quincy was the officiate and this is the original little darling for Quincy. So yeah. this is his number one, the very first of our, our union for him to just butter this little girl for her, uh, every chance he got. So when she called and said, hey, would you mind being the one to marry us, we, I mean, we jumped. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So a tremendous shout out to my niece, Taylor, and her new husband, Parker. Um, very proud of you. Wonderful couple. Y'all, uh, as I said in the, in the ceremony, you know, something, something mystical took place. You guys, you guys have started something great in a brand new journey, and it was my honor um, to perform your wedding ceremony. And I got to tell you this, you did make me cry and I do not appreciate that. And you for the did first not make th- him cry. He cries at every single wedding. Don't no, even no, be no. fooled. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about was when she oh, came to me presence. with that tie. Um, and I've never said a crossword to that young lady in my life, but she gave me that tie and I called her a dirt bag. Uh, so I had to clarify later that she knows I still loved her. Okay, but so now you have to explain it. She, yeah. She gave him a tie and on the inside of the tie is a picture of him and Taylor at our wedding 22 years ago. So it was a heartfelt moment from years ago that she delivered at her wedding, which just made it all the more special for him. And it got him. It got him good. It's getting you now. <laughs> it always does. She's, I mean, she's my munchkin. She's yeah. all, she'll always be my munchkin. So a super shout out, you know, to them and to our in-laws. Um, you know, I really, Bob and Jamie, I really appreciate, you know, you having us over repeatedly not being worried about autism going crazy uh we felt wonderfully accepted and i greatly appreciate it um whoever we had with the airbnb it was a great little spot yeah Um, we'll definitely be going back to that if we get the opportunity it was a wonderful just a wonderful experience and and actually pretty we were so close to it being an actual one year since we had been um we came home on the day that we took our trip last year. Yeah, and uh, it it was really it was really great. We celebrated birthdays. We went out and we were shooting. Taught more of the kids how to shoot, which was epic. And anytime you get a chance just to get away and step out of life, it's probably the first time, um, except for my surgeries, where I really just ended up stepping away from work altogether, and uh, and just being a husband and a dad. Well, and I don't know if you realized it. I just kind of caught on to it the other day when we were planning ahead for this. That vacation was the catalyst that jump-started all the decisions that have just recently been made because that's where the kids started opening up and telling us this is where they want to live. This is what they're looking for. They enjoy being around, you know, their cousins. They want to be there to babysit when their cousins have babies. Like they, they just started, 
you know, I like Idaho. I like the schools. They started researching stuff while we were there on their computers to find out what they could do and how they could, you know, better their lives there. And it just kind of put us in the mindset of, okay, this is what they want. Yeah. This is what we've always wanted. Now, whether it ends up being in Idaho or not, that's still to be determined because we've still got some things to handle here. But that is the end goal. And at least some of the kids now have decided that's where they want to go to try for college because they've got family there and they know that they'll be accepted there. Um, But that trip, I think, had a lot to do with us coming home and shifting gears and saying, okay, we, we know what we want now. Yeah, and and performing, which I retired kind of, you know, not officially retired where there's any documentation, but I kind of stopped doing wedding ceremonies. Um, I just made a decision a few years ago to retire, but when I knew when she came calling, there was no question I was stepping back in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the preparation for those, I don't, I, I do not take it lightly. I try to, I try to get, you know, God's heart, the Holy Spirit's heart over the relationship that I'm about to stand in front of and join together. And it was, it was epic. I mean, it was epic. And, um, it reaffirmed to me that being in front of people and speaking, being engaging, being inspiring, you know, taking the moments to really, speak not only to myself but to the crowd is where I belong well and you just took two people and although it was their decision to do this you just enhanced where they're going by solidifying that union for them because now it's no longer Parker doing this and Taylor doing this this is now the Gordons doing this yeah and that's huge for you because that's who you are mm-hmm. bringing people together getting them to the point of where they can't they're at a jumping off point they're doing something new they're they're being encouraged to go after their dreams this is what well, this was taylor's dream yeah and you were a huge part of that and i think realizing that and seeing all the people that kept coming up to you for various conversations and they gravitate towards you this mm-hmm. this is what you're meant to do yeah absolutely and it, it was a it was a wonderful experience. Um, the drive home was not great because that's when COVID set in. And I'll just uh, for the record, I blame no one for getting COVID. No. I in December of last year or January of this year, Jeannie and two of the girls had COVID, and none of us, none of the rest of us got it. So it it's uh this time everybody else got it and the three of us that had it before correct. didn't get it. It's so a, it was it's like I <laughs> it's a very bio individual. Uh, virus that, it, you know, while it's contagious, it doesn't always, I'm not a scientist, so I can't really say it. But um, what I can say is, thank God we got COVID, we kicked its butt, and everybody is good. Now we got the natural antibodies. So I do feel a little more superhuman. And, you know, I've recovered, the kids have recovered, life is good. If you are struggling with COVID, my prayers are with you. Um, now let's get back to business and let's get moving forward. Now the cool part now, okay, the COVID part sucked, but the cool part was the kids had to stay home another two weeks, which meant dad was sick. Dad had to stay home for another two weeks. So although this may be a kind of a crap situation overall, it wasn't because during those two weeks, um, Quincy's working from home and now he's, he's, able to at least take a break and rest when you needed to. And that I didn't, that's uh, the problem. You did. And you didn't, 
you did and you didn't because when you did finally stop and and we had the weekends that's when we started talking about okay these are the things that you're not liking these are the things that you're struggling with this is where the stress is coming from what do we do next and so we started coming up with our our four-year plan is our kids graduate in four years do we want to stay here no Californians looking and, dumber and, it and wasn't, dumber it wasn't every even day a, that goes by. It was nothing about the job. It was simply, this isn't where we belong anymore. We belonged here for a while, but I think our season is finally coming to an end. Yeah. And that decision was just made. Now, where we go is still an open discussion. However, the kids started looking at different things being home too, because now that they're not on campus... They were starting to huddle together again. Mm -hmm. They're cuddling on the couch. They're, I mean, schoolwork's done in three hours because when we virtual or we homeschool, they're, they're on it by themselves. Yeah. And, and our kids are pretty self-motivated to get crap done and get it out of the way. But we also had two that came up with, you know, we're talking about moving. And so we brought up the fact that we're going to have to cut back on cash and start saving some more because we can't plan a move with this size family and not have... A cushion. Mm-hmm. Well, two of the girls came in and well, we want to do Christmas and we, it's like, okay, well, Christmas might be a little bit smaller because we're talking about trying to save for moving. They came in the room and started talking to me and said, well, what if we started like selling crafts on Etsy? Like, what if we started selling crafts in town or putting up an Etsy store? Like, how could we do that? So we all started researching it. The, three gir- the two girls and I got together, we started researching it and now we're doing that. And it just, it caught me because they've always said, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But they've never put out the energy to actually figure it out. Yeah. This time they're all in it because the end game is, yeah, we're making money for Christmas. But if we're making money for Christmas, then we can save a little bit more on the back end. And make this move and as a family. And make this move as a family. So there, and, and it's not just about Christmas anymore. It's, well, well, after Christmas, we can start shifting into gear to do these things. And then maybe if we start at this time of year for next Christmas, I mean, they're actually starting to game plan. And seeing that at 14, 15 years old, that kind of hits me in the heart because now, now I know what we're doing is having an impact. And the fact that they see we're trying to do what they're asking us to do and give them what it is that we all want they're all in. Yeah. And, and getting this plan down and doing something for four years as a group, it's going to put us way ahead for wherever we want to move. So it, it's pretty exciting. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it, I love watching you connect with the kids. You're such an introvert. It's nice to have you out working and doing crafts and being creative and, and whatnot with, our children. It relaxes me and it helps me because being stuck with the book, um, I have a tendency to just shut down and walk away and I needed another creative outlet and being able to walk away from one, but still being creative in another, I don't feel like I'm stifling myself. Yeah. And speaking of Jeannie has made a decision about her professional life going forward and, and, you know, kind of being ready in the next four years. So talk to the folks about that. I feel like I'm doing all the talking. Um, (laughs) So Quincy sought out a coach to help us actually with man versus marriage because we have a plan on what we want to do and where we want to go. And so he sought someone out. This person sent us to another person who she felt was better suited to our needs. 
And um, as soon as we got into the Zoom call with her, I was like, okay, there's, there's something about this that I think I could use for more than just man versus marriage. And um, so she's helping us with the, the podcast. She's helping us with what we're, we're going with that. I'll let you get into that later. But for myself, she found out I'm a writer. Now, I'm a writer. I'm not an author. I'm not published yet. So it's like, well, yeah, I have a series. There's 10 characters that have their own books. They're plotted, but they're not outlined. I've got two that are about 65% done, but I needed to do this, this, and this. And I got stuck because life does not allow me the traditional, you know, author as a career is not something I'm capable of yet. So, but when I get stuck, I stall. I, mm-hmm. I kind of have a little collapse and a meltdown moment and then I leave it alone. Well, now with the kids, I have the art to go to, which is helping me. And so now I have this coach. Um, it's kind of funny because we, we seek out help wherever we go. So it's not just marriage that we needed coaching in, but business, um, writing, any, anything. I mean, physical fitness, we go to PJ. It, it, we, we always seek out somebody else who knows more than I do to help me get where I'm going if I can't get there. Absolutely. We don't we don't like stumbling blocks and I am the speed bump queen. So if we can go around a speed bump and it takes a coach to do that, great. So anyway, she's helping me work through the process of the book and the decision was made that by the end of four years, this will be my career. By then the kids will be out into college or doing whatever it is they wanna be doing. Some of them will stay home to go to school, that's fine. But my role as mom will be a little bit less hands-on at that point. Yeah. And I think transitioning my mindset into um, having a schedule and a process of how we want to get there in the next four years, I want this much accomplished. And I want this to be an actual career choice and a decision that that this is what I'm going to do with my time. Absolutely. Um, I think that just kind of helped me looking at the empty nest that we're going to be dealing with as not so empty because I have something I'm looking forward to not necessarily taking their place, but filling in that gap for me and giving me a purpose. That's my own guys. How would you like the opportunity to have a zoom meeting with me, the Q dog and my wife, Jeannie, that's right. A 30 minute zoom meeting you can have if you go over to man versus marriage podcast.com become a subscriber that will enter your name in for a chance to win this exciting contest now listen if you got a homeboy who listens or maybe he doesn't listen send him over to man versus marriage podcast.com have him become a subscriber and that will enter him to win then he sends me an email at coach at man versus marriage podcast.com and guess what That will enter you another time. There is no limit to how many times you can be entered. So go there now to manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Become a subscriber. Have your friends do the same. And alert me via email. And you could win the MVSM meet and greet via Zoom with Quincy and Jeannie from Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. That's right. I'll see you there. Go get it done. Don't be a slacker. Get to work. Q-Dog is out. Yeah, and I've, I mean, I've, I've been rooting you on for years, and I know that it's been a monumental task. 
of trying to work and be a mother of eight kids, nine kids now. And, uh, but I'm a very future forward looking individual. I'm not, it's kind of how I'm (laughs) wired. So I'm, I'm, when I heard you say, this is what I want to make my career. This is the, this is what we've both wanted for quite some time. And now you can see the vision of it. Well, and I have, I've always had the support of, of you. I've always had that no matter what it is. I've always had the support of you. I know I've always got the support of PJ, but this was not an area of her expertise. I've always had the support of Rita, but this is not an area of her expertise. Now I have the support of this coach and it gives me, I I don't know, the first coaching session, being able to split screen and go through and, and edit things and having her explain to me why I need to do this and how this works and what it's going to do and bouncing off somebody else who's working in my realm of what I'm doing and where my passion is. It just set me off into a a whole different, um, a whole way of a different way of looking at it. And now I understand rather than just giving someone my work and saying, okay, edit it and give it back to me. Now I have somebody who's helping me understand and I work, I, I love to learn. It's it's just part of my DNA. I love to learn new things. So having someone explain it to me and walk me through it and watching my work get better as we're doing it. Yeah. I, I'm walking a very, very happy line in the clouds at the moment. Yeah. And it's proof positive that <clears throat> if you, if you have something to endeavor, even if it's just wanting to get like a better life, work with an expert, you know? Well, even if they're not an expert, I mean, we're not experts in marriage, but we're experts in us. But at least what we've learned is enough that maybe it will help somebody else. I've learned that if you have the most knowledge and experience of the person in the room, of all the people in the room, then you are a resident expert. And you and each coach, certain coaches can only take you so far. And there's some that are more accomplished that can take you above and beyond what you believe you're capable of. Look at Coach Rita and what she did to help us with our relationship. But it spilled over into every facet of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the, the tools, invested the time, but it's nothing if you don't take it and take advantage of yeah, what you're her, learning. Her coaching was a jumping off point for us, and now we're at the place where we're finding, we're seeking things yeah. that interest us or that are... Um, areas that we want to change or better, or maybe it's just something new we want to look into. I mean, the Etsy thing scared the hell out of me when we first started talking about it, because this is, oh God, I'm going to have to manage this. I'm going to have to pay attention to this. What's it going to cost? Where's it going to go? But then watching those two girls walk through the store and their face light up and then playing on my phone with Pinterest and sending me stuff every night from their iPod saying, Hey, do you think we could paint this? Do you think we could do this? Yeah. They're excited. That's all I needed. I'll, I will take on the responsibility of learning and I will start teaching them how to do the back end of it. Mm-hmm. So when they're able to, they can take it over. And now they have their own little business and this is their little... Dang, man. You sound so familiar. Who the heck do you sound I like I right know. Now? You rubbed off on me. What the hell did you put in my water? Uh, any chance I get to rub on you is good. But it's... It's very flattering. They're watching. I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm okay no rubbing with that. and watching. <laughs> no rubbing and watching. <laughs> I didn't mean I was going to rub you now, but I... anyway, congratulations on making a decision about your career. Um, and I am 100% your biggest fan. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, my love. You're along for the ride. So hang on. It's going to get a lot of speed bumps, hey. but we're going to go.
Okay, let's do it. Oh, your turn. Okay, so with that, um, as Jeannie alluded to, um, we have a coach, and we are in in combination of you know standing up and officiating that wedding, and knowing that being a public speaker, being somebody who teaches and mentors and trains people, and that just gives me life. Um, I reached out. I was on, if you're not on the hobby, let's say this, if you're a professional and you're, you are seeking to become, uh, an entrepreneur, you got to go join the hobby hustler group on Facebook. This is where, you know, I found Amanda mm -hmm. and I, we were just asking, posing questions and it's like, well, let's talk. It's like, okay, yeah, let's talk. Um, so then we did. And then she moved us over to shell because it was a better fit. That's what a good coach will do. They'll identify the opportunity. Does it make sense? Yes. Then, you know, couple them together. If not, here's somebody within my network that can help you. Exactly. Um, and so we, I just did this as an exploratory mission, but the more that I heard what she had to say and what the possibility is and the timing was just absolutely perfect. Um, man versus marriage. Jeannie and Quincy, they're writing a book. We are writing a book. I love talking to the third person. Um, <laughs> we're writing a book, and we are going to take it to the man versus marriage nation. And what that's going to do is it's going to better prepare opportunities for us to come to your town and to speak to you and to engage with you and to be able to... Um, speak to you on a more personal level because we're face to face now. I mean, we're right. We're in your ears. Yeah. Now we're in your eyes, but there's nothing like human interaction. Well, And there's a huge difference in writing a book because we don't have to, we're not on a time limit of X amount of minutes. We're not on an edited version. We get to go through and we can actually give you the full journey rather than yeah. snippets of it. And I think that, um, for the people who have been listening for a while, that's going to be pretty cool for them to actually get the full backstory and understand where we're coming from. But it's also going to give us the opportunity to show you how we came from that to where we are now and where we're going and how we can help you get there. Absolutely. And when the book tour happens, we could be coming to a city near you, which would be so great to meet this audience and be able to impact and maybe they can, you know, talk to their husband or wife and have them come to the experience and they can see our heart of wanting to impact marriage and relationships on a very high level because it's, it's pivotal in this life. It, it's pivotal to having a successful career, this relationship called marriage. I mean, for us, the way that we worked at is, everything sort of starts at our relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's where this began. It started in our relationship. If we're not okay, then everything else is not okay. It starts, it starts with us. We're the foundation. Yeah. And when that's strong, nothing, nothing can get in our way that we can't conquer together. So I'm excited about that. I'm look, I'm just going to be candid. I'm not a writer. So I'm about to do some writing and I just ask that you have the grace for the Q dog. We have and an editor and, um, 
outside of the fact that if you've listened to us before, you know me, expletives are there. I'm not going to filter myself. Neither is Quincy. This, the, the whole experience is we've never sheltered who we are. We're not going to do it now. Um, so it's not a business proper, you know. No, it's going to be us. It's, it's us. We, we are what we are. It, We're messy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm good with that. Thankful, I, blessed, and a big mess. Yes, that's, that's right. us. That's right. So that is uh, the exciting news. I'm very excited about it. I'm happy. It's a, it's a big step. It takes a lot of courage. But when I envisioned where this would go, this is the direction that this goes because then I can go out and see and meet the people and encourage people and build people up face-to-face. And it, it goes down to my core value of helping you believe, partnering with you to believe that you're better than you thought you were and you have it inside. All you got to do is do the freaking work. And that is what we are going to aim to do. Yeah, decisions made. Decisions made. Ching. All right, what's next? Um, well, the next step is we are in the process of figuring out a actual home studio rather than the bedroom version. Um, yeah. Because we, we want to be far enough away that they can't scream and bang on the door. Um, I love our children. I really, truly do. But it's really nice to be in a small little quiet area and have a conversation and not have to be yelling somebody or texting on the side under the table. Can you go please take care of this for me? Yeah. Like yesterday when I was doing my Bama sports review and in the background is I know you can hear Kirsten mommy and mommy wasn't home. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't text anybody because I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone doing the podcast. So it's just like, you know what with us, you get what you get. And don't throw a fit. Well, and that's the other thing you've branched out into doing another podcast with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a, it's, it's great because you know, following this podcast that Josh and I did Moran brothers for, uh, several years. And so we're on YouTube. It's our journey of losing weight and we've re-entered the market with what's called the Bama Sports Review Podcast. I love that it says the BS Review. That yeah. just cracks me up between the two of you. It's perfect. Yeah, that's why when I went to when I went to design it and what to call it, it's like there's a lot of BS that comes along with the Moran Brothers, and uh, it oh generally is a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, we go back now and we watch videos as a family just to go watch one. And the we kids never ask for it. We never just <laughs> go watch one. And it's like, my brother is truly the entertainer. And uh, I'm the one who's a little too serious. Which is the episode with the handlebar mustache? I don't know. Honey. Okay. If you go on the YouTube channel and you look it up just so that you can see who they are, it, please find the picture of Josh in a handlebar mustache. You will not be able to breathe. Yeah, I think when you go to YouTube, you have to look up The Biggest Loser Rejects, Mm -hmm. and then you'll find the videos. If you go to the channel, look look at that. See, he's laughing, and he hasn't been looking at it. Yeah, I think it was a July 4th. It was. It was a 4th of July. Yeah, please, go find that. If you ever have a bad day, your fish died, your dog ran away, whatever it is, go watch this video. Because I I cannot you watch it. You couldn't breathe to get through no, it. <laughs> no, it was great. Josh is the entertainer. I'm the guy who, like, this is my normal voice, but he's always harping on me that I sound like a radio announcer. And it, this is 
this is just me and how I talk. Um, so we had a whole lot of banter and we're getting into the mix of podcasting, which we're not face to face when we're doing the podcast. So the interaction isn't necessarily the same until we go video, but it's still a lot of fun. And we've created a, a you know, a spot on this BS review for, uh, my uncle Bill, who's got the best country voice on the planet. Yeah, he's um, sure. And he loves Alabama. I mean, the other day he called me. We were talking at 6 in the morning when I was driving to work because Alabama signed the number one point guard in the country for their basketball team. <laughs> and he's like, I thought you'd want to know this. And it's like, this is exactly what I had in mind. Mm -hmm. And now my brother and I are talking more. Now Uncle Bill, we never really... Talk, I mean, we would talk a little bit about football, but Josh and Uncle Bill weren't talking, and now they're talking together. So it's kind of it's weird that it's kind of bringing the family together, and we're just talking sports. It's like a it's like a conversation. We still throw out the stats and talk about what we like, but it's just a conversation about how we thought the game went because we're not professionals, but it is still fun, and uh, so that that was really cool and. In the future, you know, years down the road, I'm going to have multiple podcasts anyway because this is my lane. This is what I do. Family Famous is also in the works. Yeah, Family Famous is getting structured. And for those of you that have never heard of my Family Famous idea, it's going to be fatherly, fatherly advice that you may or may not like, <laughs> but that I believe is necessary for you to have a good direction in your life, thicken your skin and get out there and be a resilient, resourceful contributor to the world. And, uh, so I might, I might get myself in some hot water cause I'm going to show more, you know, share more of my opinions, but well, you're going to be sharing opinions about parenting versus sharing opinions about marriage. So you might have a little more well, controversy it's, it's there. It's more, it's like more than just parenting. It's going to be about life, about philosophy. It's going to be about my opinions, very opinionated. And, you know, in this cancel culture rich world, there may be tons of opposition, but I really just don't give a rip. There are things that need to be said, and I'm kind of creating a platform to build people. It will never be from a place of negativity. That's not what it's coming from. It's what I believe will be better to help you. It's exactly what my kids get. It's yeah. that, and that, that's what's coming forward. And I make mistakes. Sometimes I suck as a dad. That's just the way it is. And you have to own that. So. And my favorite part, hockey season is back in play, and I am a happy, happy girl. Yeah, you are. You're giddy. No, they sucked last night, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're, it's still preseason. doesn't count. But the game that Quick was in goal, we won. I'm happy. Yeah. So we and beat San Jose. That's all that matters. We had sushi that night. So That's great news. Uh, the 14th is our actual opening game at Staples, and I'm going to be sitting on my couch screaming hysterically at my TV because I cannot wait for the season to actually get into play. Yeah, it's a wonderful turn of events how when this relationship started, I was the only screamer of sports, and it has evolved. Yeah. You know? I cuss and scream and shout. And if our neighbors haven't figured out that Alabama football is playing, they now know hockey season is live. Yeah. So I was yeah. getting pretty into it yesterday and it was a great day. Well, it's the same BS mistakes, but you know what? They're still, they just, 
the preseason, they still have the AHL guys trying. They're vying for their spot, and this is their last opportunity to to decide who's actually going to play the squad for the year. Um, So you're still going to have your – your mistakes and and things like that. So it, but I mean, it was a massacre. It was a four nothing nights and I wasn't real thrilled about that, but now we're in a place where the team's been decided. The boys who needed to move down to Ontario have moved down to Ontario. My season tickets are in place. So Ontario and I will be reuniting again. Yeah. And, um, I don't know how many Kings games we'll get to this year just because of all the COVID BS but it doesn't matter. I can watch it. And I have Ontario. You and I will have getaways again. I'm extremely excited to have getaways again. We need those. Yes, we do. Um, This sitting on our butt and waiting for everybody else to decide whether or not we can go somewhere is, is kind of, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm done. So what's next on the agenda so we can wrap up this journey episode. Oh, this this just in, we still suck at talking about money. just want to throw that out there. Just because you have a podcast doesn't mean your relationship's perfect. We still suck at it. Yeah, FYI. that will be the next episode. So thanks for bringing that one out. Yeah, I had to bring it out. But we, uh, this we... is the only other new thing is the video. This is it. We're here. This is us. Hey, you get to see me in this beautiful Alabama shirt, this men versus marriage swag. What do you think? You know how hard I fought myself this morning on whether or not I was like, I could just wear a hoodie because I knew it was going to be cold. And I was like, but all my hoodies are kings, which means I'm just going to be wearing black every time we come on here. Do not be surprised if you see me in king's gear for the next nine months. It happens. Well, but I just uh, probably 40 times I've looked over at you and thought, this woman is hot. I decided I would look cute for you for today. I can't promise it's going to happen every day, but I tried for today. Well, you did very well. All right, step up your game. Don't ever say that when I'm wearing a freaking <laughs> Alabama shirt. Oh, Alabama is great, but you missed the hat. I mean, I love the man versus marriage. What the hell do you mean I missed the hat? It's MBSM. But where's the you're, Alabama hat? Now you're a dirtbag. I'm not a dirtbag. I'm running I'm giving both, you a hard time because I can't. I'm running both threads, the Tide and the MVSM. All right, well, I showed my tattoo. Next time you need to show me yours. I'm, I've got tattoos. All you over know the place. which one I'm talking about. I want that one. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go bare chested. That's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Um. Right now, I think that's it. We've got kids running in sports. We've got a cross country runner. We've got a basketball player. I want to interrupt you real quick and just say, yesterday, you know, it was on my heart. So I was asking. I decided to ask Josiah. I said, you know, next year you're 18. Uh, you're gonna graduate. I said, what's your plan, dude? You taking off of me or what are you going to do? No. He's like, no, wherever you are, wherever you move, I want to be there. Okay. So that came out yesterday in the car. We picked up his mom. We went to go get piercings done. Josiah, um, for those of you who don't know, is our adopted son who's been living with us for a while. He's um, adopted, getting caught up and adopted my butt. He's mine. Yes. Um, so anyway, he's going, uh, been living with us and getting back on track, trying to graduate high school because he was behind. So the deal was you get 120 credits. I will get your ears pierced for you. You earn that. So he earned it, but his mama had to go with us to get him done. So we went and picked her up and, um, she was asking me questions about his schooling, about his graduation, about medical stuff. You know, how is he doing? How's his personality? Is he keeping his room clean? Is he staying on point? Um, which was kind of nice because she doesn't usually engage or ask those sorts of questions. So it was nice to know that at least mm-hmm. she's 
he's telling her what he's doing and what his responsibilities are. And she asked permission from me to take him somewhere. And I explained, he knows his responsibilities. If he has these things done, we'll make the arrangements. And she was very pleased to know that he has these certain things that he has to do to earn his privileges. And even if that means going with his mom. Mm -hmm. And so when we were talking about going to Idaho and school and whatnot, um, we were teasing him because I told him, you know, when you turn 18, he says he's going to do this, this, and this. And he wants his graduation party and all these things. And I said, man, when you're 18, you're on your own. You make your decisions. You decide where you're going. But you're getting a job if you're living with me. And he said, no, 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 no. He says, wherever you go, I'm going. I want to go to Idaho. I love it up there. I want to go be with everybody up there. And when his mama left the car, we were driving home. He said, it trips me out how your family just accepted me. He goes, don't take this wrong, but I was the black spot in a huge white wedding. I was the only black person for miles. I said, yeah, you were. He goes, but nobody treated me. Other than a couple of people that looked at him. He had one person, I guess, that tried to tell him that tables were reserved for family. And he goes, yeah, I know. This is my mama's table. My cousin's getting married. And he says a couple of people looked at him like there was just something wrong with this. Like, yeah, meet the milkman. Just (laughs) kidding. So, you know, but he said, other than that, he said, everybody just automatically accepted me as your son. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody questioned who I was or what I was doing there. It was, oh, so Jeannie's your mom. Done deal. And he said that just spoke to him because he's never been somewhere where everybody just accepted. He has a past and everybody always reverts to his past. When he's in school, they look at his previous record. When he's hanging out with his friends, they know him. Mm -hmm. They know where he's been. With us... That's all been washed clean. I don't care where you've been. I care where you're going. Yeah. And right now you're here with me and you're going here. He He's all for if Alabama doesn't play out for him to go to college, he'd like to see what Boise has to offer. He yeah. thinks Boise's got a good program. It's a, a, a smaller program than what Bama has, but he's thinking that might be his ticket. Yeah. He's actually putting these thoughts in there now where he's like, okay, I could, I could do this, but I want to be where you guys are because – he doesn't have the strong male person in his life until you. Mm-hmm. And he's gravitating towards that. And then he he tells me, you kick my butt all the time. I need it. I know I need it. Yeah. I'm more than happy to kick your ass. No problem. <laughs> but he's earning things And he's not just looking at, okay, cool, maybe I'll get my GED or maybe I'll graduate, but then what? No, now he's he's actually trying to make a plan and he wants to go where he's accepted. I took that as a huge compliment because that's not even all my family. Yeah. You know, my family was a shocker, but my sister and my brother-in-law automatically, that's their nephew. They introduced him to everybody as their nephew. Yeah. And that struck him because they don't, yeah, they did. They they loved loved him. him. They loved him. And it was awesome. He said, he, I mean, he's walking around the house talking to me about uncle Bob. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, you know, aunt Jamie, he called her TT one day. He goes, is it TT or is it aunt Jamie? I said, no, Hunter calls her TT, but you can call her aunt Jamie because he has a sister named TT. He's like, yeah, cause I can't do that. That's okay. But he's calling him aunt and uncle. Like they've always been. Yeah. That's great. And they took him in the same way, which I thought was really cool. But he plans on sticking around. That's good. I told him he can stick around. He just can't mooch off me. 
<laughs> I'll feed you, but that's about as far as I'm going to go because he's got some expensive taste in shoes. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's very uh, fashion-oriented. Yes. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Anything else? No, I think that is it for this one. Right on. For producer Ashley, for my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran, I am the Q-Dog, and this is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. It's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.